Welcome to Podcast by Default. Thank you for changing the channel and turning on our podcast. I'm Kim. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Kim. I'm Chris. I look like I'm laughing. Sorry. <laughs> we are all Kim. I'm Kim. I'm Kim. And where's uh, Kim? Uh, Kim? <laughs> Kim, is this recorded? <laughs> yes, we're recording Kim. So why weren't you speaking, Kimberly? <laughs> I'm actually Kimnaceous. I hope you're not talking to me because that would be um Kim Prejudice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Let's introduce ourselves again. I'm Kimalicious. <laughs> I'm Kim. I'm Kim. Shit, what's I'm Kim. I'm Kim Spectacular. I mean, say so. Name says Kimberly. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm Kimberly. I'm the original Kimberly, the OG Kimberly. And we're the new and improved Kim. So. Those guys wish they were us. Destiny's Child who? More like Destiny's Kim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. Say um, my name, I say guess my name. <laughs> no one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. Damn it, Kim. You're supposed <laughs> to sing that next line. Sorry, which Kim was that? Don't know. I'd be more specific, Kim Berly. It's so hard to find good help these days. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Enough of the Kim talk. Um, <laughs> uh, today's episode will be about TV shows. So finally, yeah. some people will like just be so excited we're talking about TV, guys. Yeah. Especially because you can't see us. There's no visual component to this besides our little memojis. Memojis. Yes. Memojis. So like oh, I think we're I think we're gonna talk about different types of TV shows or maybe like our favorite TV shows. Do you think? Also like reboots and canceled shows and revived shows. To yes. Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Are we all are we all caught up? Yes, I caught. I up am one hundred percent caught up. Wait, Chris, where are you at? I'm caught up. I finished. Wait, the, what? I finished season seven. Okay, good. So ah, what did you think? It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Okay, wait. Before it. before we continue, any Brooklyn Nine Nine listeners, if you guys are not caught up up to seven, there will be spoilers. So maybe just like skip further, I guess, into the podcast. But for now, we will be talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine. So, all right, continue. Well, it's, okay. Well, fan girl about it for a little bit. But I wanted to talk about it for a specific reason. And you, um, did you think of the the whole Cheddar episode? That was one of my favorites. But I, they're all my favorites. <laughs> whole season was amazing oh yeah i really like the season they came they came and they delivered the last episode like, was a really badass episode because you could just you could see everyone just have their shiny moment oh yeah 
And you can I love... see. Oh, sorry, go. I was going to say, I really love the heist episode. We'll continue with the last episode and we'll talk about heist. And I was I was going to say, throughout the whole season, you could really see just Jake becoming more and more of a father figure, even towards even towards his father and his grandfather. And, then, oh, yeah, that and was... I really thought that was like a really good moment for him because at the beginning of the show, he was really immature and to see how much he's grown is really uh... impressive. He still has his immaturities. And his child spirit, but I think you can definitely see he's matured in mm-hmm. some ways. Before he used to be like immature, now he's more playful. Mm-hmm. I like seeing his cop side, especially the Doug, Doug Judy thing, where he's just like, "I'm a cop, like had to," you know, like he he's he's responsible. Mm. That's some Amy and Amy, like in the earlier seasons, have always been letting out like her playful side of whatever. Like I like seeing both in both. You know? yeah. Yes. Anyway, I wanted to bring up Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I want to bring up, like, canceled shows. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled. But then it was luckily, like, immediately. You guys Goodbye. fans of it? No, I, you guys fans of it when that was happening? So that was crazy. I watched, I think I, I had watched only, like, the first I, I remember, um, I remember on Twitter, I very, very caught up everything about Twitter. What got me to continue watching the show if I haven't started already. I can't remember, actually. All I know is I remember when all that shit went down, and I just remember everything. Like, literally, like Twitter was a whole mess that day, and I just remember seeing all the tweets on people expressing why they love the show so much, and I'm like, damn, this sounds really good. So, I was like, I have to watch it afterwards. And yeah, it and it is, and it was like it was one of those shows where if it would have been gone, it would have been like one of those things where it's just like we as a society needed it. But we didn't deserve it. <laughs> Somehow it miraculously got saved. Yes. I was, I was like, crying when I thought it was canceled. I was like, fucking Fox. Because, like, we knew, that, we'd been knew that they hated it and wanted and wanted it gone. But, like, it, it, it's not unpopular, as you can see. NBC took it up and they're going to on their eighth season soon. So, like, suck it, Fox. Honest. That is so exciting. You know what? My biggest fear. Was that, and I saw some people were talking about this. When I first started watching, I think when I was like really getting into it, it was like just at the beginning of season six. So I probably was not there. I I don't think I was watching at the time, but I know I watched at least one or two episodes and then months later I ended up continuing the show. But I just remember when season six was coming, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to finish the show so I can be like on time. And then I saw someone say like, oh, what if NBC picks it up for only one season and then the season six is actually the end? And that kind of made me nervous because I didn't really know too much. I was like still on what season three or something, and my fear was like, what if I'm finally getting into it and now they finally and now they cancel it? Like I'm gonna be pissed because I don't know they already tried. And but I'm so happy that it's renewed for another season. Brooklyn <sighs> Nine might be my current favorite comedy, like sitcom show. Oh, there's another Kim that there's another Kim that we know. Um, we'll call her Kim Basol. It's because I was talking to her the other day. Just finished The Office, so she asked for other like comedies, and they said Brooklyn Nine Nine. Not yet. I knew she wasn't ready, but she went and did it anyway. And then she was just like, "Oh, like I don't know. I'm not really that into it yet. I don't like it. Like, I'm gonna keep watching it, but I don't really care about anybody." And she's just like insulting it. And I was just like, "Like, how far along are you in it?" Thinking maybe she's maybe the first episode. And she's like mid season two. I was like, I'm gonna kill you. Wait, how, how she was saying all these How did she go through one season? 
a season and a half and not like enjoy the show i don't know i'm i was so confused and that's why i was just like don't like stop watch parks and rec you will like that because right now she's just looking for a rebound show that's why even admitted it later she was in love with the office or whatever so right now no show was gonna hold up and she's taking it on a brooklyn 99 it's not fair and really mad at her for that and i think i was I was like, I can't talk to you right now. I have to go. And she's just like, wait, just tell me. When does it actually get good? Does it get funny at any point? I was going to strangle her. I was like, get away from me. Six feet apart is not enough. And um, I'm really offended right now. Listen, you can have a different opinion, but we mean, when does it get good? The audacity. Excuse me? The audacity. Like, I get it. The first episode, that's the only reason why I didn't con- I know the first episode, maybe the second episode, kind of like not slow it's like you liked it but it was like i have to push myself to watch the next episode and by the time like this third and fourth episode were there i was like really invested anyway but like what do you mean how do you make it a full season and a half and then you're like i don't get it then why do you even continue like why didn't you just stop and like this isn't (sighs) she's kim of them all (laughs) this isn't hate to the office and any office fans out there but I tried getting into the office and I really couldn't because it just the pacing isn't there. It's not my cup of tea because I do enjoy shows like uh, Broken Lane 9, Parks and Rec, Friends, and the pacing is very different. But And there is a certain vibe to the office that just is completely different than the other, any other sitcoms. Yeah. I mean, this is the first episode I hated it. And I pushed yeah. myself, and I ended up really liking The Office. I watched the whole thing. I loved it. But I had to push myself to do that first season. Yeah, I don't know where I watched. I think I watched up to season two of The Office. I never found the time. I, you know, we're in quarantine. Continue and then. But I don't think it's that bad. Like, I kind of... I can see the word where you're coming from, Chris. I think it is a little bit slower, but it's not that bad. Like, I could... Oh. But I have to, like, really push myself to continue watching watching it. Not watching it, watching it. But yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, especially season seven, is really just like... Wasn't a single non-amazing episode in season seven? Everything was so funny. Everything. Have you guys ever seen the show Arrested Development? No. I have my qualms with that show, but that's just because in high school I took a media studies class. And in yeah. that class, I had to watch. Uh, we had to watch like the first episode of the first two episodes, and it, when school forces you to do anything, it really just ruins it for you. I took media studies because I knew there was gonna be TV, so I didn't resent development for that. That's also how I found out about the show, and I got into it. And it was also canceled. I, I would say before its time. Then, like ten years later, like I don't know, maybe ten's an exaggeration, but years later, a revive the show it's on netflix now i think there's another two seasons or another season i don't really know it sucks new arrest development is shit try to pick up right where they left went left up like but all this time it's passed michael sarah is is not a child anymore can't pretend he is and then just everything it's not good it's not funny i don't like it and it makes me really sad (laughs) i really loved arrested development that's a huge problem that rebooted tv shows have because there is already a set fandom for that tv show and but it's not it's not rebooted it's revived like legit same cast everything 
just like renewed another season. But like, is it the same? So writers? many years later, I don't know. But it's the same cast. But you have to remember, just because it is the same cast, it, the writers uh, have uh, they basically direct where the show goes. Because if it is different writers, then uh, because I do know uh, some writers are more lenient towards uh, the actors changing things and ha and putting their own twist to it. So maybe no, I know the crew is so important, but I'm just saying it's not a reboot because it's mm. the same people. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, they say, um, like, a movie, and I'm guessing this applies to a TV show, too, like, written three times, once by the writer, um, again, by the director, and then once like, more by the editor. Like, there's mm. a lot of people that go into it. And even during the filming process, there's still a lot of changes that are made to the script. Because there, there's a lot of things that get, get cut out. There's also things that get added in. Um... I know a bit about this because I have a friend who did write uh, a script and her film, uh, her script did become a short film and she was telling us about this whole process like she had to work with the editor uh, for multiple hours and there were so many changes done to the original script but she did try to stay as true to her original idea as she could. Yeah, you know, you have to be like adaptable with in the writing process, like where your story is going, you can change your things. Like it's only supposed to be one season, and then I think they were supposed to kill off some some character, like a, like eleven, like one of the major characters. And they decided not to because they wanted it to grow past one season after seeing where it was going, and then listened to the fans to see what they were saying, and they kept changing it, and it was good. Now it might be dragging on a bit, but like. Those initial well, decisions and the about, ability to change is respectable. Well, a good example of a TV show that was only supposed to be like one season and ends up being more is 13 Reasons Why. And that show what? is not 13 Reasons Why. That show was <gasps> only supposed to be like one fucking season. I've never went, I never, I honestly don't even understand how I made it past the first season, but I did. No, how I even made it through the first season. I never watched season two and I'm happy I didn't because all of the horror stories I heard from it. That people like felt and honestly i don't know why can't they just let like what was her name hannah baker why can't they just let her like stay dead and let her rest in peace why the hell do they keep bringing her back as a ghost and i don't know i've never watched this rest so i i don't know i heard that they that she was like a ghost or some shit i could be wrong but that show i just think they should just stop renewing it every damn season i'm just here like, getting a season four it is what? Getting a season four, I'm so mad, bro. Because I, I read the books, and, like, I don't... I read them when I was in high school, so I don't really remember too much of them. When the first season went out, it was pretty fresh in my mind, and I thought season one was decent. Like, yeah. It is a tough story to tell, but I thought they did, like, an okay job. The book was better, but it was still fine. Um, It just needed one more episode, not a whole-ass other season. I didn't get past three episodes, man. It was not it. You know what I also think? Just beating a dead horse at that point. And that dead horse is unfortunately like Hannah. Yeah, like or honestly. Or Catherine Langford. My God. <laughs> pretty much. Like honestly, no joke. Um, 13 Reasons Why. I swear the amount of hype. And I get it. Like ourselves. They take so much. Like, they'll take all their effort to promote 13 Reasons Why. But not their other shows. Which is why so many other other shows cancel. And I have a lot of built up hate. And just grudge 
against Netflix for this one reason. Because the Get Down fucking got canceled because of 13 Reasons Why. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of the whole podcast right now, like, going to a different topic. But I just gotta, like... <sighs> Let me just breathe for a second, because I'm so mad about that shit. Yeah, um, no, that's a problem with Netflix, too. Like, if it's really popular, they'll advertise it way more than they have to. And it's really hard to get, like, second season and third season on Netflix. Sure, after the second season, it's hard to continue on Netflix. So the fact that they don't even promote smaller shows is so frustrating. Like, so they're one with... of the... Oh, you go. Oh, no, I was just... what I was going to say about the get down. Wait, actually, you know what? Should, should I? Because I might go a little bit deep in the get down. So say what you have to say. Yeah. What I was going to say about 13 Reasons Why. I watched um, the first season and I think the first episode. And I completely hated the show. Because it takes itself way too seriously, but it also has a lot of moments where it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, like the ghost stuff, like, it's supposed to be a, a story set in real life, but then they bring a fucking ghost. The ghost is this... supposed to be in Clay's mind, like he's hallucinating, but it's still bullshit. Yeah, and then in the third season, they completely, I think they completely get rid of Hannah, and they just... They focus on trying to make a, a bad guy, which they built up as being the worst person uh, over two seasons, and then they try to make him human, but they also still make he him got to murdered. be a bad guy. Yeah. And the writers really don't know where to go, and the actors also uh, think the show is like a godsend, and it's uh, and it speaks the truth about society and it's gonna help teens so much but it's really not it takes itself way too seriously for the joke it is that is the worst thing i don't know how i forgot about that but i remember even season one they were so self-righteous like you're just riverdale you think that you're like kids help phone or something remember that they're, they're just like oh all this like they didn't say it straight up but like the storyline in season two was something like all that are really needed was a hug and then season three he might be a rapist He's also a person, and even if he's awful, does he deserve to die? Like, yeah, he did, sorry. He deserved to die in that hot tub. Oh, and even the suicide scene, like, even the whole suicide thing, um, when people commit suicide, it's because they they feel like they don't have anywhere to go, but Hannah did it out of spite. Like, that's not a reason why people commit suicide. I think the portrayal of mental health was- and they didn't portray, they didn't, they really showed, like, a, a series of events, which definitely would contribute to somebody's deteriorating 100%. But the way they portrayed it, it's like, one scenario, two scenario, three scenario, she's dead. And it's like, are you, fuck, are you, what do no, you mean? What the book managed to do, in my opinion, for 13 Reasons Why, was, like, make it so that Hannah is, like, a person. Like, she's not this perfect angel who, who died or whatever, but, like, her reasons were legit. Like, you could see, like, her head was, like, messed up. I can see why she did it. At least that's what I remember from reading the book. In the show, though, with every season, you make Hannah more unlikable. So it's just, so it's more like she probably killed herself out of spite or whatever. I remember one big thing that they did in season two. I didn't even get to that episode, but I saw it all line everywhere. Is that one of her reasons in season one was what? Uh, what the f- name Zach? Yeah. He did to her, but then they showed like that summer. Um, 
they made up and that they dated for like a whole summer and they had this whole great experience and she didn't yeah. mention it but then her whole reason for putting him in it doesn't make sense then if they reconciled forever ago like it's just i make her make no sense well zach is the one who's played by um ross butler the guy from uh yeah yeah him. that guy what did he do to her exactly again? He just took her compliments away from the little box? Uh, I think so. Yeah, from what I remember, that's what he did. And, like, what a bad guy, am I right? <laughs> he deserves to be like, at the same things... level as the rapist. Pretty much. But the thing is, like, I understand, like, he's in that headspace why she would put him there. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were reconciled over it already forever ago, that doesn't make Yeah, actually, because... I saw, I saw everyone was like, oh my god, like, Hannah and Zach were, like, the cutest couple, like, I shipped this so hard, I'm like, what do you ship? She's dead, number one. Number two, she still, at the end of the day, blamed him for that, so what, what do you mean, you're right, what do you mean and they have her a whole, her whole thing was Clay, with Clay was, like, you're the only one who ever only showed me, like, love or whatever, like, you didn't have that whole summer with Zach, who, with, like, he did a cr- crappy thing, but other than that, he was a sweetheart, and the show didn't hide that at all. The, the, I don't know. He didn't deserve to be on the tape. Wasn't the reason why he was on the tape because he didn't come back and ask her what's wrong after she said, "Oh, nothing." Oh, it was because he he stole the compliments from the compliment box. I I mean Clay. Clay, Clay. the the main character. No, Clay. Clay didn't do anything wrong. He was just there for her to be like, "You're a real one, my fam. You're the only real one here." But she still blamed him because uh, the whole point of the tapes was. I, I he blame told him people. straight up in the tape. He told him straight up in the tapes. There's one person who doesn't deserve to be here, and that's Clay. Like, you're here because I wanted to say thanks. Oh yeah, oh, I do remember God. that part. I missed that part. Yeah, no, she didn't. She didn't blame him for anything. She just still put him in the tapes. But poor guy had an anxiety attack. Like, I know, right? Yeah, she just wanted <laughs> to like leave him a last memento. That's it. But I'm just saying, like, why wouldn't you do that for Zach too? If that was the case, like, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, exactly. That shit was a mess. And you know what? Netflix is just fucking... And I'm not saying don't promote your shows, but they never put shows. And this is when I'm against the whole Get Down thing, because I'm going to get pissed. And anybody who's a fan of the Get Down, so, like, by the way, just, like, if... For those who don't know, I think I still think the show is pretty good. It's basically set into, like, I think it's 19... Late 1970s Brooklyn. And it's basically, like, a group of guys that become friends and they try to, like, make their mark in the music world by, like, rap and that kind of stuff. And this is kind of like, they're talking about like, you know, where rap really started, where hip-hop music really started, and that kind of stuff. And then, it's an, of another girl who comes from like a very Pentecostal Christian household, who she wants to sing disco music. But her dad is like, that's vulgar. It's a whole thing, but I think it's a really good show, actually. The characters are well, Jaden Smith is in it, as well as, um, I can't remember the name of this other, there's another justice smith and he's in it as well i can't remember the, the rest of the character um the actors names but it's a great show and that show had part one and part two so technically i don't know if we could say it's one season or two seasons but either way i think it's one season i don't know however many seasons there were people were saying like oh we didn't even know that part two came out they just thought that they ended up part one and they were mad because it had didn't have a branding and i think netflix themselves like they just failed to promote part two because they're promoting 13 Reasons Why. Now I get it. Promote the brand new show, but also promote the show that also... That really quickly, one of their excuses for, like, not... Um, one of the excuses for, like, not picking up the show again or not renewing it or just canceling it was because they didn't have enough money. Because obviously, I can imagine re- recreating this entire scene from, like, what, how many years ago? Years ago would definitely be, like, something that's, like... 
you know, hard to do. And I totally understand that. But what they failed to realize is that they didn't promote the show. So you can't be crying about how it's so expensive to make and that you don't promote it so people can see it. Like, where's the common sense? Where's the thing? You're going to cry and be like, oh, it's too expensive. So we're not going to make it anymore. But no one knew about it. No one promoted it. I didn't even know that part two came out until I was scrolling through my Netflix thing and I wanted to rewatch an old episode. That's how bad the promotion was for that one show. And they do that they do that for one day at a time too, and that's why they ended up canceling it. Luckily mm-hmm. Pop T V ended up picking it up, but I can't watch freaking Pop T V because I don't have cable and I can't have the app because I'm not American. It's kinda of frustrating. But like at least it's not cancelled. Yeah. There's another show. Another thing I want to talk about is casting. Oh, okay, so we can do that later. Yes, okay. we're nearing the 30-minute mark. Okay, so we will take a quick break. It'll probably be like three seconds for you. For don't worry, we don't know. We're not doing the same thing as last time because this time we're actually uh, looking at our clock. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so we're going to be back after the break. Just, you know, get a snack, get something to drink. Do whatever you gotta do and then come back and we'll be back real soon. You're sitting home, you're watching TV, your life is passing you by, you're under quarantine, you're binging new TV shows, you're finding new TV shows, you're hating new TV shows, you're writing about it on your little blogs or whatever, you're keeping up with the fandoms. Um, What else are you doing? Oh, yeah, you know, looking up the biographies of all the actors, you're looking into their other works, but you're not drinking water. Seriously, the one most important thing out of all of that, and you just don't do it. So, all of us at Podcast by Default are over here to tell you, drink water, stay hydrated, and just keep up. Pause the TV for two seconds, drink a glass of water, or hey, you can do it while you watch TV. It's called multitasking. You'll love it. This has been brought to you by Podcast by Default. Drink your water, bitch. And welcome back. Oh my god. <laughs> well, oh my welcome god. back. Welcome back to Podcast by Default. Today we're playing the flute. Um. <laughs> oh, I miss my flute. Oh, by the way, quick, conte- quick context. Um, in high school, I used to play the flute for three years. And Look it's, at you. it's been four years since I've played the flute, and yeah, I miss it. I used to play the triangle. Was in choir. Want to talk about it? Choir was also <laughs> a lot of fun. Choir was fun for the first two years. Sorry, go on. Tell us about your triangle, Kim. Oh no, I'm just saying. I used to play the triangle. Hey, that's that's Joe Jonas's instrument. Got respect it, to that. Exactly. Like, honestly. Anyway, back to TV shows. Sorry for the interlude, interflute. Um, Interflute. Let's talk a little bit about representation in TV shows. So, like, in terms of casting. Okay, I know for video games and, like, um, cartoons, there's a lot of controversy. If, like, a, a voice actor is white or wrong color for character who is colored for that i feel like as long as the voice isn't like disrespectful like a white person's not trying to make like a stereotypical jamaican accent or something um 
it's fine because you can't see them. I mean, yeah, I see what you mean. Unless me, it's, it's the right voice for the character. For me, when it comes to voice actors, uh, I think it, uh, the role should go to whoever can voice uh, the character the best. Yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, as you said, we can't really see their faces, so it doesn't really matter if the character is white, black, um, an alien, or a clone of three aliens or stuff or something like that. As yeah, long I've as heard they can people. Act it out, it's fine. Yeah, I've heard people say like they don't like, you know, like if they're really like a lot and they don't like googling the voice actors and seeing that they're white like does that really bother you it wouldn't bother me like i know david spade Cusco, he's not i don't i don't know i don't follow that i don't don't think it, that's a big deal so um there's one thing about tv shows is that usually you know obviously how do i even like expressive there's a whole thing about casting and some people love castings for tv shows some people just don't care very much about like certain types of casting and some people are very very passionate about like what they want when it comes to casting for tv shows like being like i don't know like animated shows for example some people are really passionate about who does a voice of who mm -hmm. and if it's accurate representation you know and some people think so i mean what are your opinions on that guys i mean for tv shows uh, i think we did talk about the uh we didn't touch upon this earlier but there is a huge difference between casting for animated shows and films and where you don't see the vo the voice actor's uh, face or anything like that to where you do see the actor themselves as a whole. Yeah, and I agree. There is a problem with representation because, of course, you do want to have representation since it does bring in more views, more, more clicks, and it brings in a lot more revenue but it has uh representation has to be done right because you don't want to have a group of people seem just like token you know what yeah, i mean yeah can i yeah can i actually be honest about something too i agree with that because i yes. first of all as okay as a brown girl and you know western nation oh god i'm not gonna start like that but you know what i mean as a brown girl like whatever you'd i'd love to see representation I know one time I saw somebody saying like you haven't you guys have enough representation you have Bollywood fucking fuck you Bollywood is not Western <laughs> like that's not what we're talking about like we talk about like representation so yes I agree Pe you know I love representation TV shows but I like when it's done right like you're, what you're saying I just don't like when people force it what I mean is is that sometimes people will literally be like oh we um obviously we want some representation so we're just gonna throw in a black girl throw in a brown guy throw in this um gay guy and throw in this um asian girl and but they have this serve no relevance and you literally give them like two lines but the fact that these people are there you're like oh there's a representation i hate that shit don't if, if you want to put representation into the show it should be genuine and it should be because you want it not because you feel like you have to because when you feel like you have to there's it's like so half-assed to me and i'm like why it's really obvious yeah it's like you don't put it in there it's like like i don't know i think it was a tv show where um oh my god i don't remember which one i think when you guys were talking about it was like a tv show where i think they started adding like a lot of representation but it was just for the sake of like because they feel like they need to and then it just didn't even make sense for the people to be in there because the original story was like had nothing to do with if anything it was it made more sense to not have that representation because of the heather so you're talking about heathers is it that one? Oh my god, Heather. There was they rebooted Heather's into a TV show, 
and they made the Heathers all minorities, and that didn't make sense because the whole point of the original Heathers were these, like, stereotypical, powerful, like, white, blonde people making fun of people with lesser lesser social standings. Uh, okay, yes. In the reboot, it was just kind of like they're the SJW police. It did. It just didn't land at all. And it had the yeah. same problem that um, Thirteen Reasons Why it had. It took itself way too seriously for what it was. It was a joke. Like this was someone's fantasy universe, and they took it way too seriously. Okay, you I feel see? like. It, I don't think it took itself seriously, but it thought that it was, like, brilliant, and it mm. was not. Uh, you see? There we go. That's, like, the perfect example. If, if it doesn't even make sense to be there, if the original story has... If it kind of contradicts the original <laughs> story, then don't put it in there, because that obviously shows that the intention for the minorities to be there, for, like, the representation to be there, wasn't because you guys wanted to include them because you want to, you know, represent the people who are never represented in the media. You just want to put it there so you can get, like, the brownie points. Or you want to get, like, the little, like, goodie bag points or whatever the hell, whatever the term is. That's The, and two, that's, the two things you don't want is, because it's so, it's always so transparent. You don't want to be represented if you're there to make a quota. You always want, if you're going to be there, a character, not a caricature. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. That shit pisses me off so much. Like, I don't know, I, I think there's another example I want to, like, think of. Like... Okay, we, t- we talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for example. Like, they didn't... What I like about the show is that there's a lot of representation. Like, there's two... um, There's there's two females who are... You guys gotta make sure I'm using the right terminology. Latina? Would that, would that be a good way to describe these Yeah, yeah okay. that's accurate. Okay, good. I don't want to say something... I didn't want to say, like, the wrong thing and then, like, think... Because, like, I, I wouldn't... I'm My intention, obviously, is not to, like say the wrong thing but yeah like two latina women and they 100 like they're they're not just there for like decoration they have full characters they're there for representation and multiple times it's like been referenced that like they are strong latina women but they're not like you know they're people before they are um their representation yeah exactly or same thing with like like terry and um captain Captain holt like yeah exactly it's 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 a part of who they are, but they're developed characters. They're not just like side pieces there for like like Christmas ornaments. Like it's things none like that. Them, none of them are stereotypes, and like you can have a stereotypical like a character with stereotypical traits and make it work. But like I do like a lot of times where like they're just people, and this is, is a part of that. Yeah. Exactly. At, at yeah. the end of the day, that is how the real world works. And when you put in what uh, uh, how you said it is a caricature, it's just a cookie cut minority character and whenever tv shows use this cookie cut it's just so disingenuous and it feels like you are just doing it for the brownie points and you actually don't care about anyone uh, in your show exactly and that i hate that shit so much because like you want to like you want to be inclusive being inclusive because you want to do it not because no oh my gosh anyway I want to say really quick though, because we did get off of the TV show thing. Um, when it comes to casting, I understand that like sometimes you don't look your race, and then it's hard because no one will cast you for the race that you are. I think the most like authentic way to, if you especially if you want to do a minority justice, ask the race that you want. Because like, have you guys seen On My Block? No. I have. I heard of it, but I haven't watched it. 
So one of the people on the show, it's it's all about like a bunch of people of color, and then one play one girl who's playing a Mexican is white, and she's actually like it's debated whether or not she's actually like kind of racist against Hispanics, so that's kind of awkward. Um, and she is just so obviously in some scenes so obviously white. She's so her I native thought. language was supposed to be Spanish, and there's a clip of her yelling at some police officer in Spanish, and it's the worst thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Le- they left it in there. She can't speak it at all. I saw a clip of that on Twitter, and people were like, "Uh, what is this?" And I because I was like, even I I don't know Spanish. I literally looked at I looked at it. I was like, um, that's the whitest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, like. I- this sounds about white. I'll find a clip show you guys later. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm like, all of y'all heard that and were like, that's fine. And you put it on Netflix. <laughs> they put it on Netflix. Bro, what is Netflix doing? <laughs> um, Promoting. Okay, I'm going to throw too much shade if I continue with that sentence. So. <sighs> but what about rebooted shows? Like, how do you guys feel about that? We talked about shows that were canceled and revived, but what about like shows that like rebooted? Like, an example, you had like That's So Raven, and now suddenly you have Raven's Home. How do you guys feel about things like that? Like those types of reboots. Reboots can be done right, but it's very tricky because, as I did mention before the break, uh, you already have a, a fandom that's already there, and for mm-hmm. reboots, you do want to rip the benefits of connecting back to that fandom. But if you do try to connect to that fandom and then completely shove them aside and say, this is for new people, not for you, then that's just fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. I will will say, like, I think the easy answer, like, the most popular answer right now is just reboot bad. No, like, there's ones that can be done well, but there's a lot of reboots where, like, they just want the name, you know? Like, they aren't using anything from the old show. A lot of the times they're like, oh, yeah. I hated this and that about it, so we're here to improve it or whatever. Like, when with that mindset, it's always going to be shit. I think honestly, you want to add the- something to a legacy, that's great. But if you're just like, we can make this good and we can make this great, it was like, okay, and people loved it, but now we can make it amazing. Like, now go home, away, away from my show. <laughs> I notice a lot of Disney shows are doing that now. Like, they're trying to have like reboots of like a bunch, like all of our favorite TV shows from when we were growing up are, like, trying to do, like, reboots now, and I'm, like, no, I don't have a problem, don't get me wrong, as much as I would love, like, Girl Meets World, for me, I think I put so much, I was so excited, because I was really obsessed with Boy Meets World at the time, and when I found out they were doing Girl Meets World, I was so happy, but I just feel like they focused so much on this idea of, we need to have life lessons like what we had in Boy Meets World, which is one thing I don't like about reboots, I try to give the same vibe that the old show had, which I get why, but they, they force it, and it pisses me off, because mm. you just ruin it. <laughs> Hmm. Anything forced. Like, I would say a good Disney reboot is the new DuckTales. I really like it. Um, It's really solid. Did you watch it? Yeah, I'm starting to watch it. I'm on episode. Yay! Episode what? Okay, I'm on season three. I'm all caught up, basically. Right now, it's on season three, like episode seven. And the thing is, like, it's a big history because it's like Donald Duck, one of their biggest characters. Hmm. They did it, like, they. There were problems with the original story, but they didn't see it as like, oh, this was inferior. They just wanted to change it and update it for today's audience without it, you know, being insulting. Like mm. they're tech, they're definitely adding to a legacy, not trying to um, rewrite completely, steal it. If that makes any sense. So, and from what I've seen, like I didn't watch the original, but like 
it seems like old fans who know the, sh- the old show seem to really like it. I'm completely new to it, and I love it. So, so that's an example. Of yeah, see, like, I think that's, like, a good example one, because I know, like, I know I mentioned Girl Miss World, they just forced the life lessons, or I think my sister was watching Raven's Home. I think I watched a couple episodes. I don't mind it. I just feel like, I don't know, I wasn't, like, the craziest about it. But I think that, that I think just has to do with because the Disney shows today go as far as I think the old ones used to. Yeah, they definitely don't go with the whole life lesson situation as well. Like I know Raven, that's a Raven itself had so many like when I talk about like they were talking about some real ass shit on that show. They went into the racism thing. They went in, they went in deep and it was good. Yeah, yeah they exactly. also think just because the humor's different. It's a lot more bubble wrapped today. Like it's just not for me. But I don't yeah. think. Raven's home is bad it's just not it's just not me anymore you know yeah i don't i don't think it was bad i think that one is thing but i think one thing my biggest fear is whenever i hear a new show an old show i like was is being rebooted my biggest fear is that um my biggest fear is that it's gonna like basically cut, not like ruin the old show because i feel like if it if it's bad i could just go back to the old show and just appreciate it more that's how i feel about reboots but i honestly just i don't know i just get scared that they're gonna like focus too much on like trying to make what was what once was happen again and it's just gonna ruin the quality of what could be a good show like i feel like that's probably why hillary duff was like we was asking for them to put the hillary duff re- reboot on hulu so they can actually go into some real stuff and like make it more realistic because for lizzie for lizzie's character be character to be in her 30s and just be so bubble gu- um, bubble gum and bubble wrapped and whatever she, i don't think she was feeling it like i don't blame yeah, her makes sense and disney owns hulu so that's like a doable thing yeah i'm just sitting here in the background being angry because <laughs> your cat Yes. Oh my god. I've ranted about this so many times before and I will continue ranting about it so much because like Thundercats is a TV show from the 80s, right? I grew up watching this, uh, watching that shit because my mom enjoyed it and uh, she shared it with me. So I grew up watching that. In 2011, there was a reboot that was done, right? Because it respected the themes of the original story. But the reboot that we have nowadays completely shits on everything. And oh my god, it just makes me angry because... <laughs> okay, so let's begin with the trailer. So the trailer for the new Thundercats series, I showed this to Jess and Kim, I think. But yeah, yeah um, the trailer just completely makes a joke out of uh, the whole backstory to Thundercats. And... A quick recap to the story of Thundercats is um, basically uh, Thundercats live in Thundera and their planet gets completely destroyed and their people get massacred and they have to flee because the mutants just want to kill everyone, right? And so yeah, it, the show starts from there and how um, the Thundercats reboot from now made it was they made it seem like a joke, like Oh, here's from Terra. Oh, it exploded. <laughs> so funny, right? Oh, and uh, now they're flying on the ship. They're so happy about going on an adventure. But in the original, and uh, the original Thundercats, uh, you could see that the first episode was a grim episode because it, like, an entire civilization died. Like, how can you ma- be making light out of this? Like, what the fuck? No, I can see that, like, I don't, 
watch Thundercats, but as a big Superman fan, if they were just like, LMAO, there goes Krypton! It's like, you can be a comedy with that kind of stuff, like Megamind, his planet, and Metro Metro Man's planet exploded, and it wasn't like a huge thing weighing down on them, but it wasn't like, LMAO, there it goes! It's so insulting, honestly. Yeah, that is, that's really shitty. And the attitude pe- the people making the new shows now have when people uh, feel insulted by the new reboots is just insulting. <laughs> because... No, yeah, they, very Teen Titans Go vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just... You can go off on that. I, I need a bit to calm down. <laughs> Yeah, no, basically, Teen Titans Go is definitely one of those shows where, like, I don't really think, I don't think the the current crew, I know obviously it's the same cast, but I don't think the current crew has seen entirety or maybe even an episode of Teen Titans. They just were given the title and then they did whatever the heck they wanted with it. It's fine if you want to make a crummy show, like, it's popular, great for you. No, there is an original fan base. People are allowed to be upset. When you wait. shit on everything they loved about it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Uh, the original cast is Teen Titans Go. I never knew that. No, it's the same voice actors. No, I didn't. I never really, I never really watched it. What the? Not, not my little ones. Are you kidding me? Why? Why do they do that sort of careers? Honestly, the money. Because <laughs> it, it, that's what I get. This must be hard to be a voice actor. You have to take a lot of roles. You know, I, I understand oh, yeah. why. And I know for a long time, even when Teen Titans Go started, like, the guy who plays Beast Boy was like, don't give up, guys. Like, hopefully this means that we can get our old show back. Like, I think he's given up by now. Oh, no. Obviously, if they could choose, they would rather be making the old Teen Titans. The old Teen Titans was about a million times better. Oh, yeah. It was still a kid's show, but it had, you know, substance. It was a superhero show. Like, they gave the audience what they were expecting you walk into a superhero show expecting to see action scenes like uh, some heavy stuff some lighthearted stuff like child humor teen titans go it's like teen titans was so serious and like now they can have fun or whatever teen titans didn't take it so seriously all the time it knew when to have fun and how to have fun it also just you know was a good show in general I just remember seeing this on Twitter, though. The only good part of Teen Titans Go, I think, is there was, um... Actually, my, I remember my sister showed me something about this, too. There was one a song where they sing about waffles, and then there was another one where, um... Saul, um... Ooh, go, I'm so sorry to the white people who watch this. Um, Robin was cooking a meal, and he put a potato in some water, and then he decided to add spice, and he added one grain of salt. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Okay, that's funny. I don't like the waffle song, though. I've heard it. It's atrocious. Um, I used to... I, my sister used to sing a bunch of time, things, but now I think she plays it. She wants to, like... She really just wants me to, like... She she was, just wants to kill me every time I play it now. Mm. Um, but before, she used to like it. But I just know the salt one was funny because I, I think... I think after I seen it on Twitter, he wanted to, like... I think he was just acting like he just had a Carolina Reaper pepper. But he didn't. He just had a piece of salt, and that was the funniest thing I've seen. I was like, "Who wrote that? Give him a raise, because <laughs> the show is already." That's what's saving the show. And like bad reboots can have good moments, but that still doesn't stop them from being bad. I feel oh, yeah. like we could make a whole podcast just talking about bad shows. Like we can make a whole movie just ranting about 
how much we hate certain TV shows, so I don't want to talk about it for too long. Mm. I've been trying to keep calm because I'll get I'll get incoherent in my hate. Okay, okay, then let's, let's let's be a little positive now. Let's just talk about um, our favorite TV shows, all time favorites. Can be new, can be old, can be still going, could be ended. Anything. Talk about shows that I really respect are the ones that end on their own terms, like popular that they won't drag on. They'll just like our story ends here, so we're ending it here, and that's it. Mm. Like, um, is this show Crazy Ex Girlfriend? I really like it. It's like, it's, you would think it's like a romantic comedy, but it's like better because it's also kind of about mental health. Like, it tricks you. Like, it goes you in. It it, it reels you in with this crazy character who's really delusional about love, and then slowly starts calling her out on all her shit. And it's it's a good show. I do like it. Um, like I think. Avatar The Last Airbender <gasps> and drag so itself good. out. It knew exactly where it was going and it went there. And then I actually heard, um, not to cut you off, but like I know um, for Avatar, I believe, because I know there's a conti- there's more continuation to it in comics. Think, yeah, in comics. Mm. And I think they were, I, I was watching this thing recently because I believe Netflix is trying to bring out a, a live action t- a version of the TV show again. Oh, no, 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 so I don't know how no, that's going to no. turn out, but we all know how the movie turned out. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Anyway, they make Katara look like she bites people. But anyway, moving on from that. But for the TV show, I remember they said something about how they actually want to. They they were thinking of continuing it with like whatever was in the comics. But then they said like that's going to drag the story out too long because it had the perfect ending with like after the whole you know taking over and like Aang fighting um, Ozai and like all that kind of stuff. And I think if everything was just like perfectly like it ended perfect. I feel like if they dragged it out for like another season, it would they would have had to come up with a whole new ending. Yeah, they would have had to come up with a whole new bad guy and stuff like that, and it would just it, it would have felt cheap. Yeah, yeah. So as as sad as you are to reach the end, at least you have a good conclusion. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely could see why there would be questions though, because I did rewatch the series recently and like um. Jess and Chris both know I've been extremely obsessed with it ever since rewatching it. I just forgot how good of a show it was, and apparently, like I didn't, I, I, I did have questions like you know what happened, what happens to Oda, what happens to Azula, like all this stuff, and what happens to their mom because you know he was like asking where is his mother and that kind of stuff. But like again, I, the I comics, like that they they answered it in comics. Like they they weren't yeah. like let's drag this out for a season just to answer these questions. Yeah, and you know I will say even if they never did answer those questions, like that's not a plot hole. Like some people will call it that. Like you can. Not everything in life wraps itself up in a little bow, and I don't think a story has to either. You know, exactly. just get the main things out. And some Pretty much, but I, I do, I do, answered. I do appreciate the comic book thing because, like, that's almost like optional. It's not like they're gonna drag it on and then pull a thirteen reasons why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, that that show is just really good. If I want to, if I want, if I want to recommend one show. It's like really short. I think it's only like seven episodes. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called Omens, and I got so obsessed with it, I bought the book, read the book, and then I bought the script book, and I'm reading that now. <laughs> um, just a mini-series about an angel yeah, and a angel demon who are terrible at their jobs and their best friends, and then they're trying to stop the end of the world. Oh. So what's it called again? That's not good. Omens. Melmans? Oh, good. Okay, I will type good omens. Oh, good, oh, good omens. omens. I heard Hellman's. I was like, oh my god, like the main <laughs> <name?"> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no. I think, honestly, if I were to say 
I don't know, like my top three favorite shows. I mean, I already talked about Avatar and um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, so I'm not even gonna mention those ones because you guys already know. But I highly recommend them if you haven't watched them. Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is definitely one of my favorite shows. I I've been watching that since I was a kid, and that's one of the shows I can rewatch multiple times and not get tired of. And they recently did a reunion on a Zoom call on Will Smith's Snapchat show, and that shit literally brought me to tears because they had a little um they had a little like you know memory type of thing for um uncle phil who passed away years ago i'm still not over that but like that show was one of the shows i was like that was just so good i don't know if i can think of any other ones (laughs) at the moment (laughs) oh what i would recommend is parks and rec is it's really good show you should watch it also tangled the series even though it is technically a kid's show it's really good uh this the songs are really solid I really enjoyed my time watching it. I highly recommend it. I really want to get into Tangled the series. I like um, what's it? Ready as I'll ever be. Yeah, yes, I like the one. That's, I always see that on TikTok. I actually really like it. I've been listening to that song forever, and I haven't seen the show yet. I will also recommend Bob's Burgers. And okay, if you guys watch Parks and Rec, it's good, but it picks up like in the second season when Blandanowitz leaves. Just mm. hang on till then. It'll get good. I promise trying to think of another really good show you know i'm I'm technically really into like old shows as well like i really do like i know i grew up watching like sanford and son stuff so those shows i could probably rewatch. and i kind of like to see the historical like look how shit's changed wow you know i'm just kind of like that kind of person sometimes um another what's another good show we'll say one thing that's good about like i would say bob's burgers is because like the family like is dysfunctional and wacky and they do stupid stuff but it's wholesome at the end like they do love each other i think people like more wholesome content nowadays you know like it doesn't have to be edgy and dark all the time sometimes things can just be nice i like how bob's workers also it doesn't try too hard to be adult comedy Mm. like it is but it's not gonna overdo it you know yeah no it it definitely is but i just don't i I like how it's not like they have to get an f-word in there they have to like someone has to get naked for them to prove it's a not a kid's show (laughs) yeah so it just feels more natural it's not forced chris any any shows um oh kim's convenience is a really good show that i also highly recommend watch I watch we're, everybody we're just watch. recommending sitcoms right now yeah uh, everybody watch the good omens isn't a sitcom but it is funny mm. everybody watch the golden girls i'm just t- i'm just saying the sarcasm from dorothy shit you actually not even sarcasm for all of them you probably will live for it they're old i understand that but you I mean everyone likes betty white so just watch it just watch it. Deadpool is infamous for loving the Golden Girls. I there's one in particular, one character he really loves. It's not Betty White. I forgot who it is though. I'm so sorry. Is it is, it? is it the? Is it the eldest one? Is it? I don't know. But I just remember it was so important that Ryan Reynolds paid like twenty thousand dollars to use her image in the movie. Oh He's God. like, we have to have it. He's deceased, the actress, but I don't I don't remember the character. I don't watch Golden Girls. I'm so sorry. But Deadpool does. So you should as well. So should I. Um let's see, I'm gonna search out okay, well I'll search it up later. But yeah, that's a really good show though. Honestly, I if you like the sarcasm, because I search up the clips all the time and I'm like, I love Dorothy's sarcasm, specifically Dorothy's. It, it might be that one. I know. I, you know what? I could see Deadpool being in love with Dorothy like that. I It makes so much sense, honestly. Um, uh, there's another good show. Oh, George Lopez. I will literally rewatch that show like crazy. I always do. Yeah, I think that's Day all the time. time we have now. Okay, fine. Done. 
think could more. go on for hours talking about our favorite TV shows. I would, I would like to just recommend also one more, just because um, a certain actor from the show had passed away today or last night. Um, King of Queens. Oh. Yeah. King Seinfeld. He was also in Seinfeld, but King of Queens is a show I grew up watching. That's how I know Jerry Stiller. He unfortunately passed away after living a very long and accomplished life. Um, he died at 92, I believe. I, I, I didn't know he was that old, but wow. He was, yeah, he was 92, turning 93. What a comedy, like a comedy veteran, I think they described him as. But yeah, his character. He's multi, was, multi-generational, man. He was like in three major shows that people know him for, from different generations. Mm-hmm. King of Queens was definitely the one where I knew him the most. And I was here waking up this morning and hearing that news was really like heartbreaking for me. But also at the same time, at least you can say he lived a long life, you know. But yeah, I want to give a shout out. But that's also a really good show. So check it out if you guys want to. Yeah. I have so many other shows, I just can't think of any of them right now, so... Okay, we, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. I think we're just, <laughs> We could talk about this for hours, days, years, you name it. This has been... Yeah, actually, I do need an, an outlet to talk about my TV shows more often, so... <laughs> there'll, there'll, well, there'll, there'll definitely be more podcasts about TV, films, entertainment. Yeah. Except we're doing movies. Oh, it's not. Also, just quick side note. Another reboot that really grinds my gears is New Hera. Who? The New Hera. Shira. Shira. Well, I heard the New Hero. I was like, which one? Yeah, I got confused between He-Man Shira. Yeah, I grew up watching He-Man. Yeah, same. And not Shira. So I don't know anything about it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't I can't go into it because I'll take up time, but yeah, bad show. Don't recommend. Hate it. This has been podcast by default. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I love the sweet, sweet smell of Sharpies. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Also, guys, make sure you check out our Instagram and our Twitter. That shit will be linked in the description. Make sure you guys oh check God, it out. Oh, my God, we have a Twitter? Yes, we have a Ooh. Twitter. We so should definitely... use it. <laughs> We barely use it, um, but we'll yeah, start you guys... if you follow. Yes, we'll start if you guys follow. You guys should definitely check it out. And if anything, we may or may not post on our Instagram. Maybe some of the other shows we recommend, just because why not? It'll be an outlet for us to describe more shows and not take up a whole podcast. Anyway, <laughs> bye. Sure check out Bye.